And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. The Bible says they are blinded. It says the God of this world hath what? Blinded. They got blinders on. What can you and I do in our own strength when they got blinders on? And he said, Paul said, because they got blinders on, I got to preach Jesus. Are you with me? I got to preach what? Jesus. And that's what Paul is going to do. He said, I'm going to preach Jesus and I'm going to preach Jesus openly. As it is, I'm not going to make smarters because they need to hear that. It is only the word that's going to keep them. Not tricks. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2 to 6, it says, Paul said, but I, I have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. That is what, that, that's what, that's what the Bible calls you and I in our own efforts to keep and grow anything. He calls it dishonesty. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in what? Craftiness. Not handling the word of God deceitfully. But by what? How, how he's going to do it? But by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience. He said, I'm going to preach it and I'm going to leave it to your conscience. Because it's in the sight of God. He said, I'm doing it in the sight of God. Are you with me, saints? The word renounce here, renounce the hidden things of dishonesty. It, it, it's, it's, it means a disgraceful way an underhanded way by calling a celebrity because they have 10,000 people on Facebook that's underhandedness that's not the way we do church <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus hmm he said we refuse to wear a mask and play games he said, the next verse says, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God fully. What he's saying is we refuse to practice. Craftiness is a cunning, just clever ideas. And tampering with God's word. Craftiness speaks of just a, a, a readiness to adopt any device or trickery for the achievement of people's Deceitfully is an ancient Greek word translated to uh -uh. It, it's only found here in the New Testament and it means to dilute or to adulterate. Paul said, I'm not going to dilute the word. I'm not going to, because if you do, the word has lost its power. You want to diminish the word of God? Dilute it. And then you lose everybody. But if you preach the word... With the power of the word and the authority of the word. With the word of God being the foundation. Then God has a responsibility to ensure that the word brings forth fruit. God has one obligation and that's to his word. Not to my opinion, not to your opinion. So what is Paul saying here? I did not mix the message of the gospel with human ingenuity or water it down to accommodate any audience. I didn't maneuver and manipulate behind the scenes. And I didn't twist God's word to suit me. But I preached the word honestly. 
I preached an honest gospel. It continues. I, I want to move quickly. He said, but by, how am I going to preach it? But by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. By manifestation of the truth also means I'm going to do it by way of an open statement of truth. That's what it means. Open, I'm going to do it openly. Openly and just as it is. Think about it. Think of the problems. Think of the gender issues we are having. Think about it. Should we have a male bathroom? Or should we have a female bathroom? Or should we have another bathroom? No, no, no. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters. Let me tell you. If, if, if we sit down and do nothing, it's going to get progressively worse. Are you getting what I'm saying? And the reason why all these issues are come, and just in light of what happened, of the crash, people are talking like that. In light of that, if, if, if we don't stand and do something, what I'm saying, if we don't start to think foundationally, man, we got to get to the point where we can defend the gospel. Are you getting what I'm saying? We can defend God's word and not talk about faith is only a feeling. Faith is in an object. Faith in God. And God is real. And your faith is as strong as, is as strong as the knowledge of your object. So if you know if God is the object of your faith, if you know God, your faith will be strong. Uh, <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? The reason why many of us are so faithless is because we know little about God. <laughs> Every Christian has a responsibility. First Peter 3.15 Sanctify yourself and be ready to give an account of the hope that lies in you. Give a defense. Give a defense. And this is how you give a defense. You give a defense as an educated Christian, not as a brawler. Are you with me? People are, are you getting what I'm saying? So you don't, you don't get mad be, 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 because people ask questions. When people claim, well, I can explain. I can explain the Bible away through science. No, no, no. Science confirms the Bible. Let's sit down and talk. I don't believe in the Bible. Well, that's the problem. Can we sit down and talk foundationally? The reason why you think that way is because your foundation is wrong. But you don't tell them that. <laughs> Let's compare foundation because your foundation has to be man's word. My foundation is God's word. Come, let's reason together. Mm. Think about the problems. Think about the issues. I mean, if you have to look, if you look at the um, the statistics, you'll be surprised. <sighs> Anyhow, I got a word to finish. Anyhow, amen. So Paul saying. Um, this is how I'm going to preach it. I'm not going to use deceit and craftiness, but rather I'm just going to say it as it is. I'm just going to what? Say that is it. Because that's what, that's what manifestation means. It, may, it means an open statement of truth. I'm going to say that is, as it is. As I said earlier on, I'm not going to wrap it up as in a gift and make it palatable. Amen. Present it. That's the word. No. This is the word. Amen. I'll talk the truth in love, but you got to do it in love. Amen. That's why you don't criticize. But we got to speak the truth. And he said, I'm going to leave it to your conscience. I was listening to Charles Spurgeon. You know Charles Spurgeon. Everybody knows him. This is what Spurgeon said about this verse. He said, the preacher should either speak in God's name or hold his or her tongue. 
my brother he said my brother my sister if the lord has not sent you with a message go to bed or go to school or mind your farm for what does it matter what you have to say of your own if heaven has given you a message speak it out as he ought to speak who is called to be the mouth of god He's saying, if not, brother, sister, be quiet. Because souls are at stake. People out there are dying. Going to a lost eternity. Every day. And we've got the truth. We've got the answer. What are we fighting about? We need to come together. Jesus said that is what's going to work. The world cannot be together. The world does not want peace and unity is. And if we come together, God is going to use the peace and the unity and the togetherness as a light. And they're going to look at light and light is attractive. Ah. Glory be to Jesus. So why did Paul adopt this approach? Verse 3. Can you go to verse 3? Quickly, verse 3. He said, but if our gospel is hid, the word hidden there means cover up, veiled. It is hid to them that are lost. How many of you in the church, there's a lot of lost folks in the church? I, 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 I'm done taking it for granted now that everybody's saved. <laughs> I've been speaking... Well, let me move on. Let me move. I got, I got a word to finish. So he said if the gospel is covered up, it is because of, if it's covered up, it's not because of us. Amen. It's not because of any underhandedness. Any because, it's not because of our maneuvering behind the scenes. But it's because of verse 4. Verse 4 said, in whom the God of this world hath blinded what? The minds of them which believe not. That is why our own efforts cannot work. You are coming up against a devil who has a lot of experience. You are coming up against a devil who was the prince and, and over worshiping heaven. He was over, he knows. He's been in the game a long time. That is why, brothers and sisters, in 2020, we need to come up. We kept saying spiritual vision. We need to start living where God is. So God can reveal to us what's happening behind the scenes. So God can do what? Reveal to us what's happening in the scenes. You remember the story of Job, right? The story of Job is a classic story. You have, you have a conversation took place in heaven. And then when, as a result of the conversation, something is happening on earth. And what you have three guys, you know, Job was a leader in there. He was a leader. Uh, today we could say he was part of the government, maybe on the Senate or the House, amen. And his friends were. So you have the educational elite of Job's day discussing what's going on, and they have no clue. <laughs> no clue. They miss it. And that's what's happening. And these are the educational elites of Job's day. Those who we call, uh, who we refer to as being part of the upper echelon of society. No clue. And that's what's happening. That's what's happening out there. They have no clue. They miss it because they have no power with God. A conversation took place in the heavenlies. And here, uh, uh, Eliphaz, Eli the team and I telling Job, No. It's such and such. 
Job is saying, no, I didn't do anything. He looked to the other friend. No, he's such and such. And a young man is sitting there listening to that. You see, you see, if these three men, three, if these three friends of Job's were alive today, everything they said would be on podcasts. Uh, we would take it and put it on the internet like it's the truth. But it's not the truth because they have no power with God. It's today we have men and women who have no power with God wanting to lead. And that's a problem. That is why we are where we are as the church. Everything is our own effort, our own way of doing things. And the Bible tells you, these guys, they have no idea that the devil has to report like an ordinary, just an ordinary nothing to God. He still has to come stand in line and report. They do not know that, but here they are. The educational elites of our year. Well, I think it's because Job... No, dude, you missed it. You missed it, bro. There is a veil. And God said, the only thing that can pierce that veil is the light of the gospel. You cannot, you cannot do that. Paul told us, Paul said, lest the light of the glorious gospel break through and uncover that veil then God has given them the opportunity but you and your trickery calling celebrities calling people who are well known on Facebook it will not work <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus so he said he said lest the light of what the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of Christ should shine unto um i see time lord have mercy time is moving rather quickly <sighs> lord jesus they cannot see or hear the light of the glorious gospel of, of christ the only way we are going to reach this generation and keep this generation when they get saved is by the manifestation of the truth by preaching the truth Amen. By making an, an open statement of truth. Not by mixing the message. Not by trying to be nice and trying to be kind. You got to say it in love though. Are you with me? Jesus had no problem with the ordinary people. Jesus' problem was with the leaders. His problem was with whom? The leaders. And that's the problem. Because they think they got it and they don't. They always miss it because they don't walk in the spirit. That's why, brothers and sisters, we said this year 2020, period. You got to live there, breathe there. And the way you do that is you fellowship with Jesus hard. Talk, you have to, man, on Friday, anyhow, let me move on. He said, verse 5 quickly, for we preach not ourselves. Paul said, I'm not coming to tell you anything about me. I ain't got nothing. Excuse my vernacular. I have anything. Amen. That wasn't given to me. So he said, we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus, the Lord, and ourselves, your servant, as Jesus's, for Jesus' sake. Paul said, I'm here in the capacity of a servant. And I'm here representing Jesus. I'm an ambassador. That's all I am. Amen. A bond servant of the Most High God. 
Oh, glory be to Jesus. Let me jump over. Let me jump over. Let me jump here and tell you that, brothers and sisters. There is a conspiracy going on. A conspiracy going on. You see? Signs are to fall off the eyes of unbelievers. Jesus Christ must be preached. Are you getting what I'm saying? If the blinders are to fall off, Jesus Christ what? Must be preached. We are told that's the proper foundation to lay. Amen? If blind eyes are to be opened, Jesus Christ must be preached. If the lame is to walk, Jesus Christ what? Must be preached. If the dumb is to speak, Jesus Christ what? If deliverance of any sort on any level is to be experienced, Jesus Christ must be? Must be preached. In Acts chapter 3 verse 16, Paul Peter said it's Jesus' name and through faith in Jesus' name this man was made whole. It is in the name of Jesus and faith in the name this man's feet after being lame for 40 years. It is in what? The name of Jesus and faith in that name. Amen. In Jesus said, Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, Mark chapter 16, before he left, verse 17 and 18, he said, in my name, meaning in the name of Jesus, amen, in my name, you shall what? Cast out devils. He said, in the name of Jesus, you shall speak with new tongues. In the name of Jesus, they shall take up what? Serpents. In the name of Jesus, they will drink any deadly thing and it shall not hurt them. In the name of Jesus, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall what? Let me tell you, we live in a day. Listen to me, saints. We live in a day when being politically correct is popular. We live in a day and time when it's okay for everyone to call on God, but not the name of Jesus. About God, but just don't mention Jesus. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. Why? Because we don't want to offend the Muslims. Yeah, we don't want to offend the Arabs. We don't want to offend the, uh, the, the professors at Harvard and Princeton and Yale and FSU and FAMU and TCCA. Yeah, 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 we do that because we don't want to offend, oh, we don't want to offend the Orthodox Jews. And I'm talking about unsafe people, amen? We have good professors like Doug who saved, amen? I'm talking about unsafe people because we don't want to offend them. Oh, use God, just don't use the name of Jesus. Mm? And so what do we do? We continue to play the game of being politically correct. But brothers and sisters, I got news for you. I want you to know that there's going to come a time when every Muslim will bow on their knees and say, Jesus is Lord. Are you with me? Every Orthodox Jew will bow on their knees and say, Jesus is Lord. Every Arab will bow on their knees and say, Jesus is Lord. Every atheist will bow on their knees. Every pessimist will bow on their knees. Every devil will bow on their knees. For the Bible says in Philippians 2, <laughs> Our Lord, that at the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. Yeah, they don't want to hear about Jesus. But the time is coming. Come on, walk with me here. You got Philippians 2, verse 10 and 11. It says here that at, that at the name of every knee. 
should bow of things in heaven and things in earth. Glory be to Jesus. Things in heaven. Every angel is going to bow and say, Jesus is Lord. Oh, the devil is afraid of that name. Look, look, look. Not only the devil, not only the devil, we are afraid to use the name of Jesus in our house, in our homes. You know, we're afraid to do that. You know, you know, because my spouse is there. Because my kids are there. I don't want them to hear me use the name of Jesus. Lord, who gives a rip who's there? You're going to heaven. Are you with me? Oh, Lord, have who? Oh, Lord, have mercy. I mean, I love that name. I live for that name. Power is in that name. Demons fly in that name. Lord, have mercy. And so that's what the millennials and Generation Z needs to know. That there is power in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory be to Jesus. And verse 11 says and that every tongue will confess. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. That Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Don't you shy away from that name? That's why Paul said, I'm going to preach Jesus. So I'm going to preach. He said, can you go in 1 Corinthians, I think chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. He said, he said, can you quickly, quickly. That's why Paul said that. I think in, you got it, 1 Corinthians 2, 1 and 2. Lord have mercy. He said, I brethren came to you. Lord, that's the verse. Came not with excellency of speech or wisdom. Paul said, I'm a scholar. I can come speaking scholarly. <laughs> Lord have mercy. He said, declaring unto you the testimony of God. Verse 2. He said, he said, glory be to God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Oh, thank God for that name. Thank God for that name. Since it's time we start believing that name. It's time we start uh, preaching and teaching foundationally. I, 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 got a few, I got a set of sermons coming out, I tell you. I think we're going to like it because it's all about Jesus Christ. And him crucified. Come on, saints, you better use that name. Get bold with it, get bold with it. Take your authority in the name of Jesus. He says, in my name. You shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It is in my name devils are going to fly. And so, and so, we try to be politically correct. Amen. Try not to say, try not to call the name of Jesus. Well, guess what? We, we, we've passed that. That's not even an option for us. We've decided a long time ago. <laughs> hey, that we are going to call on the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Oh, God. Glory be to Jesus. We got communion today. I'm going to put a pause here. Ah, I feel the presence of God. Hey! Lord, have mercy. <laughs> hey! Jesus! Lord, I give you praise. 
power in the name of Jesus. Deliverance in the name of Jesus. Victory in the name of Jesus. Healing in the name of Jesus. Millennials kept in the name of Jesus. Generations recovered in the name of Jesus. Hey, they need to know of the, they're looking for power. They're looking for truth. Paul said there was some, there was some, uh, there was some preachers who went after Paul in Corinth. And Paul said to the Corinthians, he said in 1 Corinthians 4.20, he said, for the kingdom of God is not in word. He said they talk a lot, but they've got no power. He said, for the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. And Paul is saying, because I, I have power, because I know Jesus Christ crucified. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Our sins. I'm going to put a pause. Are you ready? And I'm going to continue. Let's get ready to take communion. But brothers and sisters, look, it is time we get, watch me, we get in the game. I get what I'm saying. We have to get in the game because we've got the truth. We just got to, we got to get so familiar with the truth that when a counterfeit looms on the horizon, we'll be able to call it out. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. Come on, somebody. Can you just worship the worship? Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you praise. Lord, we magnify. Yeah. Glory be to God. Glory be to Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. And if you're here, stop being politically correct. Say it as it is. Say it as Paul said. I'm going to say it as it is. There is power in the name of Jesus. He is the only hope for our generation. He has the cure for our generation. He said, if I be lifted up. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah! Lord have mercy. I forget to tell you that the title of the sermon is Go for Depth. Go for depth. Yeah, go for depth. And you said, Pastor, what do I mean? This is what I mean. This is what I mean. I mean Jesus so hard. Paul said this. He said in Philippians 4 13, he said, He said, He said, This one thing I do, forgetting behind. He said, But I press towards the mark of the high calling. I press because because there's resistance you see how, how do I press let me show you how you press when you enter your car in the morning uh, on your way to work what do you listen to Tom join a morning show or do you start fellowshipping with Jesus I'm talking about pressing well let me leave that alone some of you watch me yeah 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 you get what I'm saying says let me God know who's serious with him I used to come out from church years ago. And as soon as I leave the church, Al Green, boop, Al Green. And one day the Lord said to me, the Lord said to me, no wonder you cannot remember any scripture. No wonder you, no wonder you cannot recall any scripture verse. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, no wonder you can't recall any verse. I was struggling. He showed me my problem. Are you with me? I was faking it. It's either you go all the way because he went all the way. God, I give you praise. 
come let's get the communion you all tell you about depth press go for depth go for depth real fellowship with Jesus every second every moment Please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.